So welcome back to the Irish NFL show for a special uh, interview and segment. As you know, we're always keen to kind of focus all the different aspects of the NFL and all the different aspects and opportunities that go with it. And there are some elements that play into the NFL that are even based here in Ireland. We've had a great partnership this year with PointsBet, uh, a trading company that actually have all their technology and uh, systems based in Ireland itself. And we got with us on the show tonight, Christoph Pink, their director of quantitative analytics, who is based in Dublin. You might sense from the accent in a second, he's not necessarily from Rohini. Um, but Christoph, welcome to the show, first of all, I should say. How are you yeah. doing? Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, doing very well. Very excited to uh, explain all about uh, how we do response here in PointsBet. And yeah, and it sounds French, I'm going to say. So we're going to say a Frenchman living in Dublin. Yeah, exactly. Been uh, been moved. I moved in Dublin in uh, during the World Cup 2014. So I've been here. It's my third World Cup here uh, in Dublin. That's how I count it. So uh, yeah, moved okay. in uh, eight years ago. Very happy to be here. I didn't manage to lose the French accent. So you know. Well, well, you mentioned World Cup. Let's try and stay away from football generally. No mention of Thierry Henry and hands and things like that. We'll, we'll keep it safe and keep it on the American side of the fence. Um, I'm going to start off, Christopher, just saying, you know, quantitative analytics. We have a vague understanding, I'll say, of what quants do from where it's shows like Billions, whether it's the movies like The Big Short. But can you explain to me in the first instance and the viewers, like, what does this mean in a general sense, especially in the sports betting world where you're involved? Yeah, so like in in uh, like in the sports betting world, I, I you know finance might be a bit different, uh, but like in the sports betting world, uh, quant refers to uh, pretty much anything that has a number. So when we're trying to uh, like give estimation of what's going to happen next, when we're trying to price a given market, that's where like quant's going to be involved. So let's say if you see money lines being even, that price usually come from a pricing model and those pricing models are going to be de defined by the are going to be designed uh, by the quantity. Christa, interested to find out how you came to be in this role, obviously your career background and obviously as we touched on earlier, uh, pre-recorded your, your desire and love for sports, a combination of both. Can you tell us about your background and how you came to be in this role today? I, it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny story there, really. Uh, so in, I grew up in France, did all my studying in there, uh, so high school uh, and then university there. Um, I went to kind of like a very generalistic um, science, uh, engineering, mathematics kind of uh, um, school, like what they call their like uh, grandes écoles. So it's it's a they're like school of engineering, but like they kind of like they allow you to. Uh, explore different areas and to apply math to anything. So I see physics, mechanics, uh, chemistry, uh, and then like been using math to kind of like put sense, put like some sort of try to give an explanation of how the, how the world works. And and then when I come came at the end of my uh, master, I, I wanted to do uh, I wanted to do a bit more. I wanted to explore a bit more that world. So. I started to do a PhD in applied mathematics uh, and moved to Dublin for this. Uh, the funny story is like, I never finished my PhD in applied mathematics because uh, I just, you know, I, I guess I kind of lost interest. Like the spark was gone on this. Um, and I, I was trying to find new opportunities. And 
I, during my PhD, the first year I went to a math seminar to like that finance professor who's explaining statistical arbitrage for like some obscure financial stuff. And he, he knew the founder of, of, of Banak, so the, the, the company that then became Pondspace Europe. And he was like, oh, you know, I know that guy is he's, uh, he's, he's starting a startup on like uh, um, sports and, you know, apply mathematical modeling models to sports. Would you be interested to set up an interview? And I was like, actually, you know what? I mean, every day in the morning, I kind of like wake up uh, and go on my sport app try to get the news, try to get the sense. So it's, it's something I'm really interested in. I was like, just let's give it a go. And then the guy was like pretty much explaining what you're trying to do is like, uh, you have a given spot, you want to find the correct descriptive model for it and apply the probability where, where it matters. So, you know, already think about NFL, like uh, it goes play by play. So you want to build up a model. So like, you know, you kind of go from one play to the next one. And then when you have a play starting, you kind of want to decide, is it going to be a run play? Is it going to be a pass play? What is the correct ratio depending on the score? Different conditions, really. And, you know, you want to train that model to do that correctly. And I, I just found that fascinating. And so here I am, like seven, uh, it's going to be seven years. I, start, I started in 2016 uh, in Banak and then PointsBet. So I've been doing this for a while and, and like applied to a variety of, of, of different sports like soccer, NFL, NBA, US sports in general. And it's been a fascinating journey so far. Well, well, Christoph, I mean, let's let's focus in on that that NFL piece a little bit more. In fact, I love the story because when your surname's Pink, I'm thinking of Pinkman out of uh, Breaking Bad, and it sounds like you could have been a Doctor Pink uh, if you'd uh, completed that PhD. But you've you've gone into the world of sports bets, and look, we have a load of people that watch the show that are always interested in. Hey, I'd love to get involved in sports, or I'd love to get involved, obviously, specifically in the NFL in some way. Um, just because they, like you and you've described, have a passion for sports and want to get involved in it all. And then, you know, for them, and to give a bit more of a layman's understanding, if you could delve in a little bit more, like on a day-to-day basis, operationally, what does being parts of the quants team mean? And what does it mean in terms of the selling the trading and the betting markets for NFL specifically? I mean, you were talking a little bit there about, you know, discerning the model. Is it going to be a run play? Is it going to be a pass play? I mean, how does that all come about? Um, and with then dramatic changes like Jimmy Garoppolo's injury this weekend and things like that. I mean, there's lots of variables going into the mix, I'm sure. Yeah. So, like, there are like a lot of different moving parts, uh, like, in terms of, like, NFL. You kind of mentioned it. Like, there are there is, like, a pre-match aspect. So, before the game even starts, uh, like, looking at the injury list, it's going to have an impact on how many points uh like what are going to be the expectation from expectation from the game so like that that aspect of it it's something we can model and we can try to define uh what are going to be the the, the score expectation um th- that part is kind of like um it's more about trying to get the information process it and also try to get any sort of information to try to uh, translate them into kind of a a simple outcome like what can have an impact on the final score like you have a large variety of things that can happen you mentioned injuries, but like uh, imagine like the other day uh, when um, the Bills had to move uh, to Detroit, isn't it? Like uh, like there was a massive snowstorm. So how does that affect also like how many points you would expect during a game? So usually that kind of information, you, you're going to talk to like NFL experts, like you have, you have the training room. Those guys kind of like look at Twitter. Uh, they have their own knowledge of the sport. They're going to be able to kind of assess like the, the different um, um, 
like almost intuitively, they're going to be able to assess like, you know, uh, what is worth, like what is worth a point, what is worth six points, if there is more or less wind, if there is more or less rain. So like th there is an intuitive part of it. Uh, we can back it up with statistics, but like it is going to be mostly driven by like the trading room trying to get a sense of what's happening and also being driven by, you know, the, the types of best bets that are being taken off. So there is, you know, information being extracted from the crowd and uh, like Quartz would be involved in this, in trying to understand how we weight all that information, how we weight the fact that, let's say, uh, some some other bookmaker in the competition has moved. So do we also want to move? Do we agree with them? We're gonna And we're going to try to understand exactly why they moved and if we should also move uh, back and try to, to manage our risk accordingly, depending on the type of bets we have been taking. So like it's really, really like here, it's like the pretty much aspect. It's almost about you know, building the correct algorithm, automate some stuff that can be automated uh, and working very closely with the training team for that. Or uh, like, you know, automate the, 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 the ingestion of information. So that, that's one aspect of it. Also trying to take into account like the past performance. So we have built up model for this and it's more about like the, really the, the player performance. It's a bit easier to kind of like measure. Like, like if you know that the quarterback is doing a lot of pass plays, we're going to try to take that into account. And that information history, like that history we are building from the player going to be ingesting in, in our model uh, moving forward. Uh, so like all that, all that aspect of trying to get the pregame information for the team and also for the player. So that's that's one side of the story. Then there is another side of the story, which is around like uh, in-play betting, which is like really the space points bet wants to focus on. Meaning that if you have set up your, your team expectation, if you have set up like, well, you know, the Bills going to win by a touchdown and they're going to be five touchdowns during the game and you say no field goals, right? That's going to be your kind of like score expectation. Then how do you derive the rest of it? How do you say how many yards, how many completion are you going to have from the quarterback? How many carries are you going to have from the running back and so on? How many sacks the quarterback is going to suffer from? So... Our job as quants is, is is mostly focused on this in points, but trying to understand how the game unfolds and where are we expecting things to happen and how the correlation is going to be build, building up. So, like, you know, if you see if you see more points for a team, allegedly you could expect more yards, more passing yards, and maybe like more attempt as well. So if you also see more passing yards, you're probably going to have more reception. So. We kind of need to have that understanding so we can build up like our one of our key products. This is like the same game parlay, so that like uh, you know, NFL enjoyers can can place a bet on let's say the Bills the Bills to uh, to win, but also Josh Allen to let's say have uh, you know have 15 completion, but also run for 20 yards. So like that's the kind of product exciting product we're going to build and trying that's a kind of correlation. We're trying to understand and 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 give the best estimate for. I'll, I'll take that bet, Christoph. By the way, I'll take that one. That sounded like a very easy one, didn't it, Mark? Uh, well, it depends Chris... the price I'm offering for you. If it's like uh, it's if it's like 50-50, probably yeah. But like, let's say we are playing against the Chief now, or we're playing against the Titan, or we're playing against the the Jets. Let's say they have a very strong defense. You, are you still taking the bet, though? Mm, MVP type of player. I probably would still take the bet. Uh, Christoph, very interested on the in-play betting model and how you worked that today. The topsy-turvy nature of NFL, we saw recently Vikings-Bills, we're talking about the Bills and Josh Allen, that game. 
a number of weeks ago, there was four lead changes in the last two minutes of the game. We've seen recently uh, the Chargers, for example, uh, going for a two-point conversion at the end of the game to win. The, we've seen so many dramatic changes throughout the course of the game. Can you explain the, how the, the focus and, and all the thought process that goes into the in-play betting model in, in that instance? Yeah, like the, the key to actually capture those movements is really to be able to have a very, very uh, granular description of a game. In other words, our, our models are not going to really predict the final score as such. What they're going to do is like predict every outcome of every play. And when we're actually building up a model that way, it allows us to capture very quickly any you know dramatic change you're talking about. So like, for instance, like what's going to happen at the start of a play, what you're going to say, okay, well, you know, they are in the red zone right now. Uh, and then the model is going to try to estimate what's going to happen next. In other words, what it's going to do is like it's going to create like a lot of different versions of what could happen next. And in each of the version is going to decide, well, you know, uh, there is 60% chance they're going to go for the run here in the red zone. right? Because, you know, there is like there is only nine yards to go uh, to the touchdown. And based on that, based on historical data based on past performance for like you know the bills but also all the teams we see that the strategy they use for this is like more like the the the, the, the run play so let's say there's 60 percent then then what's going to happen then is like uh it, let's say in 60 percent of our simulation they're going to go for the run and in 40 percent of our simulation they're going to go for the let's say the pass for instance or maybe something else uh like the point is our model going to de define like different types of outcomes from the play and then, and then from there, it's going to unfold. So let's say you're going to follow your run. Let's say now, now in, in, one, in those 60% of simulation, we start and we say, okay, it's going to be a run now. So now the question is like, okay, you go for the run, but like uh, how many yards are they going to be able to, to run through, right? So what we do is like we look back at, uh, at the past again and try to see, well, you know, when, uh, when, they, when they carry the ball, then usually they they're gonna you know there is ten percent chance they're gonna go with two yards there is maybe fifteen they're gonna go with three and so on so we kind of build up distributions of the length of the run and and then like in that big simulation we're gonna say well you know in one simulation they're gonna go up to ten it's gonna be a touchdown and in the other one they actually just going to go for one one yard so in one of the simulation we're actually gonna have scored and then it's gonna keep going and then you know once they have scored you go for the kickoff. And then the other team gonna have possession, and we we're trying to estimate what's gonna happen in that simulation for up to the end of the game. And then the other one, they're still gonna be stuck at the second down and and, and then second and goal. And then they're gonna, you know, they go again. They're gonna decide: Are we going for the run or the pass? Knowing that now it's not first and goal anymore, but second and goal, and so on. So that's that's how we kind of simulate what's gonna happen in the in the remainder of the game, trying to understand play after play what's gonna happen. And that way, we actually can capture very quickly what those dramatic changes you're you're talking about. Because, like, yes, they happen, but when you look historically, uh, you kind of can see the succession of shifts. You know, all those dramatic changes you're able to capture them looking at historical data. And as the betting, as the game evolves, are you finding, um, in terms of the the better pre-market as opposed to in in life betting in terms of in the game? The activity being more substantial over the course of the last few years because previously it was very much around betting prior to the game but now these days with all these options more and more people are getting involved in, in during the game in terms of the betting there is a change here yeah, in terms of behavior uh i think it's also linked with technology as well so 
like w- one of the key, one of the, you know, one of the major uh, reason I'd say people wouldn't bet in play. It was just, it was extremely difficult to pay, to, to, to place the bets. As like, you know, the, you're talking to yourself about this. It's like, you know, you have dramatic shifts. Like if there was a surgeon being scored, like the, the odds are going to just change dramatically. And, and usually the, the way bookmaker would react is by just suspending the market, not allowing uh, the customer to place a bet. You know what we are trying to build here in points bet is like is the best customer experience so like they, it's actually easy for them to place the bet it's also easy for them to like place exotic bets we were talking about sgp earlier we, we strongly believe that it's you know it's much more interesting for someone to kind of like place those kind of like exciting bets rather than just say well you know the b is going to win uh we also want to be uh, them to be able to place it you know i'm seeing now that it has starting to rain so now i'm thinking they're gonna maybe carry the ball a bit more. So now I actually want to place a bet on, you know, the Bills to win and Josh Allen to run the ball way more. Um, so that's kind of like we're trying to, to build here, trying to make sure that it's intuitive to place the bets, eventually going, moving forward in terms of like customer personalization. Like, you know, maybe some people actually are big fans of the Bills. Some people actually, they hate the Bills. So they maybe they actually want to bet on the under regarding Josh Allen. Uh, so we are on that journey, trying to give the best uh, experience for the in-play. And that's what the, the, the numbers kind of show that there is interest for the customer to be able to like uh, take that information and place the bets. The, the other key product we're trying to launch there is the, the, what we call like lightning bets. And for NFL specifically, what we have built up is like just bet on the, the result of the current drive. So Let's say, you know, you you kind of like you open your TV or you're on a streaming platform and you, you watch the game and and then like you you kind of feel like the drive will be, you know, three, four plays into the drive and you're thinking, you know what, I just do think they're gonna they're gonna actually they're gonna be a touchdown at the end of that drive. And then meaning you actually can place the bet. Then the, the drive gonna unfold. It's a touchdown, happy days, you get your money and 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 everything. And then you kind of keep placing another, but maybe on the next drive, or you can just decide to just you know just happy with your gains and have a pint there. Um, so like we are trying to offer more in-play enjoyment. Like we want to add more to the game while adding more in-play markets and allowing people to just like bet on those granular aspects of the game. So there is the drive. Are they going to cross a specific yard line, or you know, uh, for the next. Uh, for the next uh, rush, how many how many hours are they going to carry? Or for the next, like you know, what could be the longest pass in the game? Like, you know, that's the kind of market we want to offer. That's the kind of like excitement we would like to uh, to give the customer. If they only bet on the money line, really, I think it's exciting, and we want to be able to offer a very seamless experience for this. But I, I also we also believe there is more to offer to the customer. And, and Christoph, we'll talk, touch on this in a second, but obviously this is about US customers as well, because you know, points bet story in, in Ireland and in Europe is not about the markets, it's about what you're building, it's about the technology. So, you know, for people uh, betting and losing at all last weekend or next weekend, you're going up against not necessarily Christoph's model, but similar models in relation to uh, how it's all built. I'm always fascinated, and thank you for breaking us down through some of that, because I'm always fascinated about how much of a level of detail goes into the models, because it's all well and good. Like We were talking 
only recently about how there's been more comebacks uh, this year through 13 weeks in the NFL season than ever before in history. There's been more 10-point deficits outweighed. So, of course, Monday Night Football was wiped up by the Bucks, not only having a fourth-quarter comeback, but also wiping out 10-point deficit. Um, and But that's more a macro trend, whereas your model is going into, well, hey, is there 11 personnel or 12 personnel or 21 personnel on the field? Who's the running back? What's their, you know, past history in terms of running the ball, catching the ball, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Um, if people are Seahawks fans, yes, there is no model in this world that still explains why Pete Carroll threw the ball from the one-yard line in the Super Bowl. Wow. But, but your model explains most things. I, actually, I'd say I'd say the opposite. I'd say probably you know uh, I'd say there is probably the model would have predicted there was like maybe a one percent chance they would have gone they would have made that decision and they did. Just we're just living in that timeline, you know. And and then a one percent chance that ends in an interception as well, which is the worst possible result of all of all scenarios. Um, but Christoph, actually coming back to and I, I touched on it a little bit. As I say, the the Irish and European story is about that technology provider. It's about, as you say, the models you're building, the rest of the the team are building the technology behind uh, the intelligence, I'd say, behind a lot of these aspects. Uh, Whereas, obviously, you're a provider in that regard to the U.S. uh, betting industry and the market. Um, You're obviously trying to recruit and grow the team. And there's some amazing technical talent available, technology talent available in Ireland and across the EU. It's a marketplace of 500 uh, plus million people. And of course, we have about over a thousand tech companies in Ireland in the, the native industry as it will. But like, what would your advice be for anyone that's listening to this and saying, oh, you know, I have a technical background. I'm, I'm like Christoph was a few years ago. I'm interested in sports. I'm interested in the NFL. Um, how would they get involved or where would they go to in relation to get uh, more information on what points bet do? Well, I mean, there is always a website, you know, uh, first I'll start like a, on the Pondsbet website, then we have like the current offers. But I say, I'd say overall, like there is a lot of difference. Like it's not only about mathematics and statistics. Like I think there is there is a lot to cover uh, on this. Like it goes to understanding, you know, the sports, and that's more like you know the area I'm being involved in. And uh, so, like on that, I'd say really on on that point, like it's it's about having interest for math and be curious, really. Uh, and then for the other type of job where like maybe more software uh, oriented, I'd say still be curious. I think curiosity is probably the key thing here. It's like if you if you're curious about like, how things work and you want to solve issues, problems, and you know you kind of want to have the jigsaw and say mm, maybe there is another angle to this. Uh, but you also want that jigsaw to be around sports. In that case, PointsBet is probably uh, uh, the good place to be. Because like this is pretty much what we brief, you know, day in day out. Uh, we love sports here. Uh, NFL is one of them, but like you know, uh, th- there is probably more. And we are trying to have a, a vision, like a, a global vision of it. You know, it's about understanding the sports. It's also uh, providing the the best experience to the to the NFL fan, really. So, like, to achieve that, there is a lot of moving parts. Uh, so, you can be a sports nerd. That's, that's correct. I'm one of them. I enjoy it. Uh, but you also can try to, uh, you know, try to maybe, you know, offer, like, a very sick interface to, like, the, the betting app. Or you can try to say, let's say, well, I want to really provide the best experience for the customer. So, what about, like, a better recommendation engine? 
like personalization. So like you don't have to scroll and find the market you really want to do. It's just brought to you. So you can easily place the bet you want to uh, to want to place for that specific fixture. So like, there is a, there is there is a lot there is really a lot to cover in terms of that customer experience, and, yeah. and that's one of the key value of the company, which is like you know we want to delight our customers and we place them first and like front and center, uh, you know. So it's all about people who have a passion for really great CX as well, then you know. And yeah, exactly, uh, and like offering the best spot experience possible. And I think like if you have that passion for the spots, you're probably the best place to actually offer it. So. Yes, there are like technical uh, component of it, but like the passion is probably the the one uh, the one thing we ho- we all have in common in PointsBet. So like, if you feel you have that passion, like I I suggest you to apply. Christoph, as the interest in the NFL continues to grow here in Ireland and around Europe, and obviously the excitement of, of placing a bet, what what excites you most about the quant side of betting um, in for the future, what the future holds, and in particular around PointsBet? I'd say. Like the the amount of data that can is going to be made available uh, in the coming years is going to be amazing. Like really, uh, like if you even even today, like if you think about it, you look at the NFL game and you have those Amazon next gen stats, right? That's the data we're gonna use, and you know it means like you're able to assess in real time where are the pairs on the on the field, uh, where is the ball, how fast it's going. So that means, like, not only you can just also offer bets on the money line, you can offer bets on, you know, the, the maybe the rushing out. But it means you you have a better comprehension of the length of the pass itself. It really, it really means you can try to understand a bit better uh, what comes from, let's say, the, the skill of the receiver or the skill of the passer. I think that's one of the great, like, you know, very often regarding quarterback, who is the best quarterback? You know, they, yes, they throw the ball, but, like, someone has to receive it, Right. And then the key question is like, you know, who is the most talented? Like, we know, is Tom Brady great because of going Yes, yes, he is. Just to answer that one, sorry. <laughs> so, you know, and and with that kind of data, you know, when you, if you have that kind of data, the granularity telling you when the ball was thrown from that point of the of the pitch and you have that length of a path with that angle and with those conditions, we actually can try to abstract out and try to see, well, you know, if I look at all my data and I look at that kind of pass, regardless of the quarterback, regardless of the receiver, I kind of establish like the, let's say, how hard it is to catch it. Then from there, I kind of like, we can try to estimate the added value of a quarterback and also the added value of a receiver. So, and then ultimately you can have a way better understanding of like of everything that is happening in the game. And you also you can probably offer like very exciting bets. Like what's going to be the longest pass of the game, rather than just saying you know how many yards? Uh, because like sometimes like you can have a hail mary, it goes really really far. Like they're gonna go really deep, and then throw it like probably who knows maybe more than hundred yards. So maybe you can actually bet above that mark. Um, so I think it's an interesting one uh, to just be able to offer that aspect of the game. But also the other one is I mean I think you should try to put more emphasis on like the defensive plays, like myself. I enjoy way more a good defense than a good offense. Maybe I'm a bit weird on this on this front, but I, I like to put you know the light on, on the good defenders uh, and like and place more like have more bets being offered on that aspect. You know how many sacks are McDonald gonna have? Aaron Donalds are gonna have? Like it's it's a key one, but maybe we can actually highlight more of them because I think they're also a very important part of the game. 
Yeah, and, and you know, quarterback hits and pressures and all of these new statistics that keep coming out on defense might be interesting. I, I must admit, Christoph, I love that that piece because you talk about new data, and I'm a nerd for that stuff as well. So Marcus Jones the other day was the fastest skill player for the Patriots on offense all season. The only problem is he usually plays cornerback, and it was his first snap on offense of the season. So, um, But that comes from the Amazon Next Gen stats, as you say, uh, as well, and I think I saw something about Devonte Adams and the routes he runs, and how far he runs, and the different techniques he uses. And again, greater analytics, Amazon Next Gen, and others say you know stat line says eight catches for 177 yards, but then you look behind the detail as to how and why he did that against the number one cornerback against he's playing against. You know, puts it into even more stark contrast and everything as well. So. Look, we can't wait to see it. We can't wait to see what you guys come up with then in a further sense with the opportunities of that further information. Really appreciate your time today. And we're also really looking forward uh, to coming out to the points bet offices, speaking further with the points bet team in a special outside broadcast we're doing at your offices during the January playoffs. I uh, want to also thank you and the team there, the whole points bet Europe team for the support uh, on the betting pod we've had during the season. Um, in a general sense, we do want to reiterate, obviously, you can't bet with points bet in Ireland, but if you are betting on the NFL this weekend or any weekend, please do gamble responsibly. And just to reiterate again, if you are listening to this and you're interested in kind of like uh, this side of the business, you're interested in the various areas on the technology side or the marketing side, the CX side that Christoph's uh, uh, looking at and talking about there, bear in mind they're based in great new offices in Dublin here. You can go to pointsbet.ie to find out more about careers, opportunities, more about the company as well. Um, uh, it is, as I say, it's not about betting. It's about the technology, the systems, and the great CX behind the scenes, which is what uh, Christoph and the team in Dublin uh, provide. Um, Christoph, yeah, just thanks again for joining us. Really appreciate your time and the great insight on all the different nuances that go into making up that part of an NFL weekend and Sunday for all of us. All right. Thank you for having me.